You know the deal. You know what happens when you hear this voice right now. That's right. We're going to award the lowest of the low. The ones who really been acting bad out here in these streets. Cold Sports presents to you not the dolt of the month. No, no, no. We're going to award very soon the dolt of the quota. That's right, you're a man, the illustrious tour guide Cole Johnson, and you have entered the zone called Sports on Another Level. And on this episode, we're going to delve into the flamethrowing closer going from the pinstripes to an Ashley contender. We're also going to award the dolt of We're also going to talk about free throw shooting, and we're gonna put a subject worthy as necessary upon further review but for right now let's get to the return of headlines dateline houston defensive end and all-world player jj watt undergoes the knife he played through an injury of last year's herniated disc in his back and it was thought to not needing surgery into all season, but it flared up to the point where doctors decided it was time to actually have him go under the knife. Uh, the prognosis is that is that he might miss part of the regular season, but he is due to miss all the training camp and the preseason. Let me see. <clears throat> so you've been in the league five years. You get to miss training camp. You get to miss. Uh, you get to miss preseason that really doesn't sound like a punishment to me that actually sounds like the right thing to do to save up the best player on your team but that's my humble opinion JJ you are my favorite player in the NFL today I hope you get well I hope you rest in this time and when you get back on the field I know you're just going to crush it as you always do as you've always done year number six is not going to be any different than the five years previous so Get well, my man. It'll be great to see the double nine back on the field, giving quarterbacks a whole lot of trouble. Dateline, Chicago. So in a strange role reversal, the Yankees trade a prospect instead of actually acquiring one in a trade before the trade deadline. Flamethrowing closer Aroldis Chapman goes from the Bronx to the north side of Chicago. As the Cubs send back to New York's direction, three players and one to be named later. Now, I really believe that this move would, will definitely make Chicago the team to beat. Sorry, Cardinals fan. Sorry, Giants fan, especially for the Giants fans because for the last three even years, they've won the World Series. I think, this time is going to be really difficult. 
because it looks like the Cubs are just rolling. And I just don't see any stopping in sight for them. It looks like they really are going to at least make a World Series appearance. We'll see if they actually go further than that and win the whole thing. We'll see. Let's go a little south, shall we? Dateline, Chicago. Again. The ace of the Reds, oh, the ace of the White Sox staff, Chris Sale, decides to revert back to being a kindergartner and cut up old school White Sox uniforms. Yes, you heard me correct. Chris Sale saw the uniforms of the throwback uh, variety. He took a pair of scissors, did not like how they fit on him. He cut up his jersey and then he proceeded to cut up everybody else's jersey. Dole to the weak possibility, anyone? Sometimes you just have to swallow it for the team. I mean, come on, man. Really? You're going to revert back to being that childish? Look, you are a part of the Chicago White Sox. If they want to wear those hideous throwback softball jerseys, let them put them on you. What does it matter to you? You're commanding eight figures a year anyway, so it doesn't matter. You know, you're the man and you set the tone. That's not a tone you're supposed to set for that locker room. You're supposed to be the extension of what the upper management wants to do. And if that's what they want to do, you got to be on board. Instead of throwing temper tantrums and grabbing a pair of scissors near you. It just sounds ridiculous. Come on, Sale. Grow up, dog. Dateline, New York City. The WNBA was acting a plum fool. I'm going to say it again. They were acting a plum fool when the players of the organization were donning Black Lives Matter, Philandra Castile, Alton Sterling, and other support of ending the violence type of shirts in the games and warm-ups. Now, the brouhaha started when cops decided to not do WNBA games and walk out. Well, the WNBA decided, well, we're going to levy fines on every player and their organizations for wearing those inappropriate t-shirts because that is not uniform. But the WNBA thought better and they actually rescinded the fine edict now let me flip the script a little bit here you all remember when eric garner died right now i'm talking to you vips you remember when garner died you also remember players wearing shirts the black shirts with the white writing that says i can't breathe you remember those shirts right did and correct me if I'm wrong. Did any NBA player get a fine because of those shirts? No. Yeah, that's what I thought. It was absolutely stupid for the WNBA to want to cow have their players kowtow to a uniform code. Besides, if you're going to have them wear LGBT shirts in support of that cause, but you're going to ban them 
from a stop the violence cause? You didn't have to wonder, well, really, do Black Lives Matter? Or is it because we have to capitulate to a certain sector of life, but disrespect another? Because it's not my issue. I, I personally think that they did a deal behind the scenes, sort of as a hush-hush thing. Okay, we'll drop the fine just as long as you don't wear the shirts. I'm thinking something like that happened. And if the, if so, then this all still gets perpetuated. This all still continues. However, hopefully with this rescinding of fine, there actually might be hope in this world. Might be. We'll see. When I come back, we're going to put a worthy subject, almost royalty, upon further review. But immediately following the break, DeAndre Jordan and free throws. After this. Sports. Sports on another level can be seen and heard on the social media platforms Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Like, rate, review to your heart's content. Most importantly, follow and subscribe to each and every one of these social media platforms. Cole Sports, the five-star show that is sports for the intelligent sportsman. Do you want t-shirts? I know everyone wants t-shirts. Do you want jerseys? I know there's a few of you that do. Do you want varsity jackets? Yes, I even have that along with hats and scullies. And you know what? I'll even throw in a travel bag. Cold Sports has a store. That's right. The podcast that's taken the world by storm actually has merchandise. Come on in, browse, get something of quality and leave satisfied as you get to pump the brand that is taking over the podcast game. The Cold Sports Shopping Center is at coldsports.com and it is available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Come on down to the Cold Sports Store right now. Cold Sports! Available on social media outlets everywhere and Cold Sports with a Z.com. So in the Staples Center in Los Angeles, the Team USA basketball 
Olympic team decides to do a warm-up and a tune-up game. And basically the game was in ha- well in hand. DeAndre Jordan, home team, gets to the free throw line and he shoots. It was a straight up air ball from the free throw line. Now, of course, the sideline clowned Jordan Ford and one of them leading the charge was Dwight Howard. Another crappy free throw shooter. Why am I talking about this? Well, it's really simple. Right after the NBA Finals was over, the NBA decided to tamper with intentional fouls when it came to bad free throw shooting and bad free throw shooters. They wanted to limit fines. I mean, not limit fines. They wanted to limit fouls that you could that you can give up. And I think the rule that they decided to come up with was in the. I think they were thinking about going further than the last two minutes of a quarter that that either you get the ball and 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 shot as well. I will say this, and I will be as blunt as I possibly can. The current rule that is in effect should be taken down. Foul those inept free throw shooters. Foul them. Foul them and foul them again. It is not the fans' fault, and it's not probably the team's fault that these guys simply cannot sink free throws. It is not impossible to hit seven of ten of uh, seven of ten of your free throws when it's not being contested by anybody. Now, you can dunk on somebody all day. But a free throw, it almost is like like a disease that you're trying to avoid. See, this is what doesn't make sense to me. I I go back to the days where you had Hakeem Olajuwon and Carl Malone coming to the league. Both these guys did not know how to hit a free throw. If I'm not mistaken, I think Olajuwon was... Like 35, 40% in college, and Malone was like 45% in college. So we get to the NBA. A few years pass, and both Olajuwon and Malone, whenever they got fouled, they would hit free throws at a 78% clip. So if these two can improve their free throw shooting from hitting less than one of two to hitting four or five or close to four or five. Then I'm sure Dwight Howard or DeAndre Jordan can hit it. But don't protect these behemoths. Don't protect them and an Andre Drummond. Don't protect them. Put them out there. Expose them for the bad free throw shooters there are. And then when they get benched in key situations and key moments, then I think that will wake them up. Oh, well, maybe I'm just talking to the wind, but I know this, though. I know this for a natural born fact. 
either you clowns are going to have to hit the free throws or step to the rear and find someone who can. It's really that simple. And if you if you don't want to learn the free throws, hit your free throws. I don't care if it makes the game boring. Hit them. Because it's embarrassing to see professionals miss shots that are uncontested. And when I come back, we're going to put this subject. And I want to really go deep into it upon further review. It's your GOAT. You know what I mean. The greatest quarterbacks of all time. Is it Tom Brady? Is it Peyton Manning? Is it Joe Montana? Is it John Elway? Or is it none of these that I've just mentioned? Well, find out who I think is the GOAT. Get my ebook, Why Your GOAT Ain't Mine, for free right now on ColdSports.com. I said for free. Why Your GOAT Ain't Mine, the five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history on ColdSports.com. What are you waiting for? Go get it! You know it's coming. Oh, yeah. That's right. Special delivery for you, my Cool Sports VIPs. We get to award once again the worst of the worst. The ones who've been acting bad out in these streets. Cool Sports proudly presents to you the... Don't of the Are you looking for the quintessential tool to tap within the champion within you? What if I were to tell you I actually have that tool for you? I do have that tool and I can direct you right to it. Cold Sports presents 10 scriptures that can change your life. The sports edition. Come along with this journey as you get to see one athlete after another model different aspects of what a champion does and what a champion is and ultimately you'll find out what a champion really is from his eyes cold sports presents 10 scriptures that can change your life the sports edition available on paperback and on kindle at amazon.com and coldsports.com the thrill of victory the agony of defeat, and the riveting stories all along the way. From the champagne being poured to the heads hung low for a job not well done. Cole Sports presents That Was Then, a sports retrospective. Come along with us as we reach into the past, bring it into the present, and thrust it forward into the future. Cole Sports presents That Was Then, a sports retrospective. Coming to a premium content platform nearest you.
into the presidential debates versus the NFL. We're going to, of course, award the Dolt of the Week. And we're going to go science with the next upon further review. But that's what's to come. For this episode, though, I'm going to put this subject, royalty himself, upon further review. American, a father who lost his own dad in a senseless act of violence, and a black man. I have been deeply troubled by the deaths of African Americans at the hands of law enforcement and angered by the cowardly and hateful targeting of killing of police officers. I grieve with the families who have lost loved ones, as I know their pain all too well. I was raised by parents who taught me to love and respect people, regardless of their race or background. So I am saddened and frustrated by the divisive rhetoric and racial tensions that seem to be getting worse as of late. I know this country is better than that, and I can no longer stay silent. We need to find solutions that ensure people of color receive fair and equal treatment and that police officers who put their lives on the line every day to protect us all are respected and supported. Close quote. Those words that I just read came in part from a letter, an open letter, basically, that former Bulls former Wizards player and current Hornets owner Michael Jordan wrote now I've had this discussion with my friends I've had this discussion with my VIPs I find it to be a victory that here's this guy who has been careful with his image and even in his words, I think he still is a little careful with his image. Decided to not straddle the fence and say nothing. For 30 years, say nothing. Now, there's there's many out there who, who are saying about time, and I'm one of them. There's many more who are actually saying, man, okay, you said something. But it's still not enough. And here's why they would say something like that. Or Rightning King police verdict. The trial goes down. The officers are acquitted. Watts burns completely to the ground. Jordan said nothing. Let's go a little further. Shall we? Let's go even to more recent times. How about when Trayvon Martin was gunned down by George Zimmerman in Florida? Michael Jordan said nothing. Or when Eric Garner said, I can't breathe many times before 
he was asphyxiated to his death. Michael Jordan said, nothing. Or Freddie Gray, getting beat down by police officers who, by the way, they had been recently acquitted of any charges of the homicide because it's officially ruled a homicide just like Eric Garner's death was ruled a homicide Jordan said nothing but now here is Alton Sterling being dead here is Philandro Castile being dead here's five police officers in Dallas dead three officers in Baton Rouge dead and now Michael Jordan, after 30 years, says something besides Republicans buy my shoes, too. So for many, when you hear the the anger from others about Mr. Jordan, that's where it comes. That's where it's derived, because they see they see a guy who who wants to carefully craft every single thing about his life even carefully craft this and it sickens them I feel that 100% feel that I understand that but you sometimes have to take the victories when you see them you see we can we can probably say well there's too many of us dying in the street But Michael Jordan saying that gives weight to the power of the same words of there's too many people dying in the streets. Oh, that's Air Jordan saying that. Okay, this must be an issue. Therein lies the power. And understand, Jordan is wealthy. He's a billionaire. He's wealthy. Now, I'm not saying he never donated to any charities. He donated to plenty. I'm not saying that he doesn't do outreach. He has done outreach. But his words, though, have been absent in these situations. And thankfully, we can say until now. But that is a dangerous that's that's a dangerous slope. And hopefully this is the beginning of the end of his silence. If you happen to like this podcast episode or any of the previous episodes that you've heard, why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cole underscore sports at sports with a Z. You can also follow me on Facebook, Cole Sports, again, sports with a Z or to my Canadian friends at sports with a Z. You can also follow me on the following Social media platforms, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram. You can like, subscribe, share, rate, review, and follow to your heart's content. And especially subscribe and rate and review on iTunes because it'll raise the profile of this show. The higher this goes, the more eyes that see it and the more earlobes that hear it. I thank you for your support. I thank you for your encouragement. I even thank you for your criticisms because it is all of those which makes this show better. But beyond the subscriptions, the race reviews, the likes, the follows, and the shares, enjoy the content.
For the Intelligent Sportsman, I'm Cole Johnson, and this is... association with the SDWV Network.